It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk program. Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Leaving the Yard, Chuck Zach. And of course, because it is Thursday, that means Dwight McCowan is in here. Great to see you again. Yeah, happy Thursday. I am excited to be here today. It's an exciting day. <laughs> it's hot outside. I'm opening up my house today going, I think the air conditioner needs to come on. It's yeah, 83. I've had shorts on the last two days at work, so yeah, it's... Oh, but that's that the life of a coach right there. You could basically pull that <laughs> off all year long. I don't even want to hear that talk. <laughs> I basically have shorts on right now. Excited. Whatever. Very happy about it, too. I don't yeah. complain at all. That's why <laughs> oh, I go see to the, the shoes. Court. Let's see your shoe game today. Oh. Hold the shoe up here. Let's see. All right. All right. You're not bad. That's all right. I try to be comfortable now. When I was younger, I was I went to wear my Jordans all the time. Okay. Now, hey, I'm some Air Max. <laughs> some of that soft on my feet. I'm good. <laughs> Listen to you. Oh, yeah. Talk, you're like, talking like a man with bunions or corns. Hey, we on your feet all day. All day long. Hey, I need something comfortable. I not, understand. Not that well, speaking of basketball, today we've got uh, Mo Williams going to join us at 515. His Falk Lady Panthers with another big win last night. They're, they're dominating, folks. It was it was 52-9 uh, to nine at half. They won 81-27. Beat DeWitt up pretty badly. In the, uh, they're in the regional. Arkansas has got a different thing. they got a yes, regional tournament, yes, and then you go to the state tournament. So they finish their regular season. They're in their regional tournament. They'll get through the regional tournament, win or lose at this stage. They've already qualified for the state tournament. Uh-huh. And so he's going to join us in about uh, 15 minutes. And we'll see. we had him on back in September. So we'll get with him. I mean, excuse me, in uh, January. So we'll get with him again and kind of get a sense about where the, the Lady Panthers are as they make their run towards what may be, crushing fingers, knock on wood, maybe a state championship this year. Yeah, you know, obviously um... – I'm not really f- too familiar with Arkansas basketball. I've seen Falk play though, and uh, obviously they, it's a really good program. You you kind of equated to uh, what I saw on uh, Monday night over at Liberty Alo, and you, you yeah. see some good girls basketball, and 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 all of people all the time like ah, you know this and that with girls basketball. Like, listen, if you see some good girls basketball, man, it is entertaining to watch. And, yes, you know, them girls are filling it up, and it's it's awesome to watch. I, that's I, what I saw on Monday. <laughs> I speculated yesterday. Give me Winsboro and Falk and see what happens. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Um, you know, it was funny. I was we was leaving the game, and I, I, I said, man, I, that's probably one of his weaker Winsboro teams. Yeah. I probably seen a little in a injury while. issues. Yeah, they weren't very big, but um, they could shoot the ball. They, you know, they they did a good job running some some full court triangle and two. That was some pretty good stuff that I I really enjoyed as a coach. I'm kind of geeking out a little bit right? watching. Like no, that's, that's right. That's pretty impressive to watch watch them run. Um, but um. I would probably lean to a foul to be honest with you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's big talk right there. Yeah, it's a little bit I saw, you know, if I, if I see Winsboro missing those free throws again like they did. I, right. thought, I thought they shot better threes and free throws. See, it's hard night. to stay focused <laughs> when you're winning big, though. That's kind of a problem. Tight games, those kind of things matter. These blowouts, Correct. it's hard to, you know, it's hard to get onto the girls or hard to say, oh, I don't know if these, when they're winning by 30 points. Well, I mean, when you, when you saw fat girls play against, uh, was it Rice? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, over the early, tournament. Early tournament yeah. You know, and, and, and Rice, man, with that young lady they got, I mean, that was an impressive win by them as well. So that's why I said I kind of will lean to a foul. Okay. Um, you know, not not that they I'd like Winsburg, to see not the Winsboro couldn't win, you right. know, I'll be surprised, but you know, that's probably what I would lean to it though. But, uh, yeah, you mentioned the a little more complex defenses that uh that Winsboro gets when you've got girls that understand the game and have such a master's class understanding of it, you really can put in things that other schools are looking at going, huh, what? How are we doing this? Because most of our girls are having a hard time figuring out where I want them to be. Most when you start seeing things like Cochran does, like Williams does with their girls, it's amazing. Yeah, obviously, you know, just you know, players in general. When you have kids with, with super high good IQs, and um, and then you're playing a team where you feel like, hey, man, they, you know, I always, I always would laugh when when Craig Collins he would make a good point when we'd be on the sideline during games. He'd be like, you know, you know, they got one good player, you know, that, that's fine. Two, you can still do some things. Right. When they get the three and four good scores, it's like, hey. 
Now you just kind of kind of got to hold your breath. And so, you know, but when you, when you feel like, hey, it's got two really key scores we can stop, hey, you can you can, you can can do some things that's yep. pretty exotic. And, and, and that was pretty good what I saw on Monday night from, from Winsboro. All right. Part, part of this conversation, this first segment, and I did this a little bit yesterday because we talked about the passing of Chad Hill, who uh, um, if you ever shopped at Dillard's, you knew Chad – the little guy in the men's department oh, who'd been yeah. around forever passed away this week. I didn't know that. Oh man! Unfortunately, and, and here we are, a, a second day of this. Uh, earlier this week, and for those of you who who remember when Tony and I were over at the other place, um, you may have heard the name Mark Lane. Mark covered the Cowboys. He kind of with with social media, some guys kind of niche out their own thing. You don't necessarily have to be employed by a newspaper or employed by a radio station. or empl- You can kind of niche out your own thing with your social media site and begin to get followers and ultimately get enough attention from organizations like radio stations, Great. newspapers, et cetera, that they start to say, hey, I'll, I'll tap into you for some information because you seem to be involved in it. Correct. Mark got his start with the Cowboys. And... For the better part of probably the five or six years that we were across town, I'd bet we'd have Mark on a couple times a year. And later on, after we got to the end of our run there, he did more like writing game stories for the folks over at Fox, et cetera. Yes. Mark passed away this week. Oh, wow. Uh, Just 38 years old. Um, Mark had a... uh, uh, complicated and, and a little bit, I'd say rare, but uncommon um, lung disease. And so we lost another guy in our circle here at a way too young age. Oh, um, and I'll be honest with you, um, Mark, we, we did most of our business with Mark over the phone because he wasn't necessarily in Texarkana when we were using him. And then when we left, he did some stuff. One of the few or first people that reached out to Tony and I after we got fired across town yes. was was Mark when he had heard that we'd gotten a job over here and we're starting back up again. And it was just really gracious about saying, glad you guys are back on the air. Um, hope it's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And and I just said, you're, you're a good guy, Mark. Thanks yeah. for saying that. He didn't have to do that. Um, but I'm not going to elongate this story any more than it is other than to say – one more time this week, we're losing somebody that's been pretty close to to Tony and I. I know Tony's not here anymore, but he and I talked this morning about you know Mark having passed away, and um, just keep your thoughts for his family. His father passed away recently. His mother's not doing well, and and now he's passed away. And they're going to have services. I think they're up in the Midwest someplace where his family actually was from. So I I don't think they're going to have anything down here in Texarkana, but um, another wow. one of these today. Yeah. You hate having to do. Especially man, thirty eight years 38 old. Thirty eight wow, years that's, old. It's not old at yeah. all. Um, you know, obviously condolences to his family, and I obviously I read some of his his work uh, yeah. since I've been here, and yeah, it was it was it was some good things, and uh, you hate to hear that though. No, and, and and I'll go back around to the origin of that story. If if you're somebody that's got an interest in sports and can do consistently create content, yes, you can. You can find your way in here. Uh, I, I was reading on the comments on the uh, the page where his uh, obituary was, funeral home, and John McClain, who's a writer down in Houston, mm-hmm. writes for the uh, the paper down in Houston, covered the Astros and the uh, Texans forever, made some comments on it. Christy Scales, who works sideline for the Cowboys, um, they all knew Mark. Yes. And I'm just telling you, if it's your passion, it's your thing, it was Mark's passion. Mark was it was fun talking to Mark because it was always conversations about the Cowboys and him bringing up things. He was a stat head, so he was deep inside the information with the numbers and used them always to wow us. That's why we loved having him on the radio with us because he'd throw out some kind of numbers. You go, where in the hell did you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you do when you're passionate about a thing. And so we lost a guy who was very passionate about covering the Cowboys and covering sports in general. So there's that. That's, uh, it's always good to talk to people when they have um, stats and numbers to back oh, things yeah. up. It's oh. Like, oh, well, yeah, you got me on that one. That's a good point there. No <laughs> kidding. And I'll, and I'll piggyback that with a story that's happened yesterday and today, which is the other side of this. So you got a young guy that's making his niche and doing what he loved to do. And on the other, en- on the other end of this, 
University of Alabama announced yesterday they are cutting ties with Eli Gold, who has been the voice of the University of Alabama for three and a half decades. You got to go back 35 years to not have heard Eli Gold call an Alabama game. He's 70. Nick Saban's walked away and retired. Uh-huh. And I think the university is taking that position of, well, this is the time we're starting all over again. Brand new coach. We're going to go with brand new announcing crew. Guy that actually sat in for Eli Gold when he was sick a couple of years ago is getting that job in, in Tuscaloosa. But Eli Gold was very open about the fact my health is perfect. I'm not retiring. Yeah. I didn't want this to happen. And apparently today, and he, they'll, they're supposed to reveal it tomorrow, but Eli Gold's folks had said today he immediately was offered a job in a professional sports league, and he has accepted it. And tomorrow they're supposed to have a press conference and announce that Eli Gold is not going to be off the air. He just won't be on the air calling Alabama games. And I'm at a loss to figure out what, what. how a university – take somebody who's got such a he he wasn't falling behind he wasn't you know harry carey at the end of the time harry hell i don't know what harry was watching <laughs> i don't know neither it may have been a cubs game it may have been a game on tv in the bar that he was sitting at the night before he was all over the place yes. he's beloved but the game calling wasn't necessarily a strength at that point in time i don't know anybody saying eli gold's fallen off his game it's almost like you said. I guess Alabama's just saying they just want to start off with a clean slate with everything. Uh, all I say was, you know, because obviously Nick Saban's gone and, and they want him to stay, but some people have been wanting him to leave as well. Um, when you hear people just run, randomly talk on on, on Paul Feinbaum and, and stuff like that, you know. Um, all I say is, hey, it went too long ago and Alabama was struggling. So you know, you, you you be careful what you ask for for all that type of stuff. You right. know, even even some, something as simple as the voice of your of your of your program. Um, so. It can turn around really quickly, and you can be back to a doormat like you was in two thousand, in the early two thousand. So um, that's that's crazy to 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 see why they would do that to him, really without any just cause. Just say we just want to start off with a clean slate, like that. That to me, that just doesn't make any sense. You know, at the end of the day, you still have while Nick and maybe his coaches are gone, <clears throat> Alabama fans are still there. Yes, alumni are still there. People that live and breathe and you know, die by Alabama football are still there. And to just all of a sudden say, yeah, we're done with Eli. Again, you wonder, is it something else that we're missing um, behind the scenes? Not, not that know. he did. It just, just who wanted this change, you yeah, know, because he's which, which smart on his part to come out and say, hey, listen, I this wasn't me. So he got out in front of the store and let it know, but I, I want to stay. They wanted me gone. And so for him, that's a great job to save face for him. And it may be the university is just willing to say, we're going to take all our hits at one time. We're going to take them all. Guys that didn't like the guy that we hired, yeah. didn't want DeBeer to be here, wanted somebody else that they may have known better. At some point in time, Eli was going to have to be replaced anyway. We're just going to take it all now. Hey. Hit us all right now, and then we'll move past it in 25. Never be the guy to replace the guy. That's all I'm going to say. No. It can be the radio guy, football <laughs> coach. You be the guy after the guy. That's right. I'll never be that guy right behind him. No, no thank you. I, I, I just That one befuddles me a little bit. It, it feels like they – are not in tune with what's happening outside their little bubble of the football program and the team and, and not understanding the state they're in and how beloved this guy was. I, I can't think of anybody I've heard that said, oh, Eli Gold needed to go. He's old. He's not good anymore. He doesn't even know what's going on on the field. I have heard no one say that kind of thing. And that's where, again, it's – you know, especially in this day and age, we all cynical of everything. So it's like, is it something else that we're that we're just not being told? Why did you make that move? And um, and apparently, if it's not, then I mean, I'm, that's kind of tough to explain. To just say we just want to start over fresh yeah. with somebody who's been here for this many years and and put the dedication to your athletic program and to your university. So we start this with Mark Lane on one end. We end this with Eli Gold on the other. Young guy, old guy, both of them no longer. In Mark's case, no longer with us, and Eli no longer with the Alabama program. football program. We start with broadcasters and, and folks involved in the sport on that end today. All right, tell you what, we're going to take a break. We got to get Mo Williams on the phone next. Boy, I, I just realized I forgot to text him, which he asked me to do earlier today. I just did. He said he's there. So we're going to get him on the phone live next. Fingers crossed we say all plans are soft. 
AT&T's been weird today. Hope the phones are all working. That's what I heard. We'll do that <laughs> next. Though. We're going to talk a little Falk basketball when we come back. Leaving the yard here on the Fan 107.9 and on ESPN 105.9. Guess who? It's me, your radio. So today we're going to go to the email bag and answer some of your questions. Let's start with this one from Mike. He writes, Dear Radio, I run a small car dealership in town, and I'm looking to get more customers. Do you have any suggestions? Well, Mike, to be successful, you need to reach out to new customers. Radio's reach is number one, and radio's ROI is the best of all media. You get more bang for your buck with me, your radio. Okay, our next email inspired by Fluffy, the boss's cat. It's from Beatrice. She writes, I like my cat Precious to be clean, so I bathe her often. The problem is she takes too long to dry. Do you have any suggestions? Beatrice, we checked with some cat experts. They all said never throw Precious in the clothes dryer. And if you think using a clothes line is better, not so much. Visually hilarious, might go viral, but not the right thing to do. Could be a catastrophe. Find out how Texarkana Media Center can help your business grow with radio. Go to TexarkanaMediaCenter.com for more information on radio advertising. Avoid possible delays in reaching 911 in the event of an emergency by making sure your school complies with Cary's Law. As of September 2016, all schools and businesses with multi-line telephones must provide direct access to 911. That means no additional outbound numbers, such as 9 plus 911 to reach emergency services. For more information, please visit texas911.org slash carries law. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit methodistfamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering, too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9 is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, about 19 minutes after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan coming at you live here on the fan, 107.9 and on ESPN 105.9. Joining us live this afternoon, coach of the Falk Lady Panthers. Good to talk once again to Mo Williams. How you doing, coach? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Could you hear the music coming in? Yeah, I could hear it. You could. I'm going to see how old you are. Who was that? Do you know who that was? I wasn't paying any attention, All right. probably, but I could hear the music. Good. I was just trying to gauge. If I get music from the 70s and you know, I know you're an old guy. Well, I listen to a lot of 70s and 80s music anyway, and uh, all the kids that I coach and my co- and the coaches I work with make fun of me about it. So, so um, they, you know, I'm 37, but I like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, They, um, they make fun of you because you listen to the best music. That's why. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Your team uh, good, again with a win last night. Congratulations! You made a qualification spot in the state tournament. Now we're starting to tick off the boxes, aren't we? 
Yeah, we are. We've got, um, I think there's six games left to get to the state finals. Uh, so, you know, and we're kind of navigating through region, and uh, we'll play in the semifinals tomorrow um, at 7 against the winner of Jesseville or McGee. And uh, that now we're just kind of playing for seeding in the state tournament is what we're doing now, essentially. If you're not an Arkansas guy, you probably struggle every time we have this conversation about we have a regional tournament that leads into the state tournament. Texas does it too. It just isn't quite the same as you guys do it. No, no, it's not. They um and in region um there's eight teams and there's four regions in Arkansas and uh, you know the first game is kind of playing into the state tournament. So the first round is really to me it's the most important game because that's you got to win that to get in to the state tournament. And then the next two, obviously, you want to. You want to win your region, so your seeding is higher at the state tournament. But um, essentially, the next two games are about you know whether you're going to be a one, two, three, or four seed uh, in the state tournament. And then you know the conferences, the regions rotate how they match up every year. So um, we match up with a different region every year um, in the state tournament. I'm sure as a coach, you probably don't like to talk about games ahead of the next one. But will seeding really matter that much to you guys as you move down to the the state tournament? Um, I think so. I, I think we match up this year with one of the if if it's not the toughest region, it's probably the second toughest region in the state. Um, I know it's got last year's state champion, which is Salem, um, Mountain View, and Melbourne, and it's probably going to be somebody like Rivercrest or. Um, maybe Manila that comes out of there, just depending on how their games go. And so I know that's the um, toughest or maybe the next toughest overall region in the state. So, yes, yeah, seeding is important. We want to be a higher seed, obviously. Uh, yes, I, you know, obviously being from Texas, we were trying to see. I, well, my question would be, how many teams do y'all have that, qual- that make it to the state tournament? So, like in Texas, we have – our basically is a final four. You know, it's all the four – it's yeah. the top teams out of the region. So how many do y'all have make it to the final – to y'all state tournament – and follow up to that, once you get to the state tournament, is it single elimination as well? Well, 16 teams qualify for the state tournament. Okay. We have a 16-team bracket. And then, yes, every game at the state tournament is an elimination game. Um, and Texas does it a lot the same way as Alabama does. There's essentially a Final Four that goes to state. But in Arkansas, um, it's just 16 teams. You know, and, that's, and it's, we're down to the last 16, and you just play it out. Um, it's going to be in Elkins this year, and the state finals is always in Hot Springs. Um, we've never been there, so I'm hoping we we can get there. Okay, one more question to that right there. So once you get to the state tournament, so uh, is it the, just the state championship game only in Hot Springs because you said you've never been there, or is it yeah. maybe the top four teams that play in the final four left? No, we'll play the final four. We'll play all the way through the state tournament uh, at Elkins uh, okay. High School. And um, the the state championship games, all of them, one through 6A, will be in Hot Springs. So they'll have all the state champions meet, or all the state uh, championship teams, they will meet in Hot Springs and play each other. But we will finish our state tournament as far as getting to the final four and figuring out who the top two are. Uh, and that's who goes to Hot Springs, and they do that across the state. We got Mo Williams joining us, the uh, ladies or girls basketball coach over at Falk. All right, yesterday you guys jumped out right away on top of Dewitt. You kind of leveled off in the second half. I think uh, I would imagine resting some players, kind of calling off the dogs a little bit. This is a quick little turnaround here. This is a, a day off today. You'll be back in action again uh, tomorrow, I'm assuming, and then uh, we'll finish things up on Saturday. Is is protecting the girls' legs an important part of this this week? Well, you know how we play. Yeah, the, we did. We jumped out on them. I think it was 52 to 9 at halftime. And then the second half, um, you know, we, we, we didn't press. We just kind of backed off and played half-court man and um, – it was a running clock, so the game got over, you know, quicker in the second half, and we did. We played some other kids and tried to rest our top ten that um, that we like to play, um, you know, a lot in the second half. Um, but, you know, we rotate a five-in, five-out every minute. So, you know, our kids, I mean, they're tired, but they're not, I mean, they're not dead. Does that make sense? Sure. So we, we save a lot of legs anyway throughout the game and even throughout the year uh, so we can finish. But we just kind of. We rotate them so fast, and we play at such a rapid pace, you know, 
they're essentially only playing 16 minutes in the game. You, you, uh, you're playing yeah. at a place right now. You're at 33 and 0. Most of the time, you haven't really been pushed. Are you wanting a game to push you a little bit before you get out of this region, or would you just soon say, "I'll I'll take eighty-one to twenty-seven all night long, and we'll just go down to Elkins and worry about it then"? I mean, you know, you you would love to for every game just to be that way, but it, you know, it's not that way. Um, and we've been pushed in our conference a couple times uh, this year, and then we 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 had we had a close one with Magnolia early in the year, and Rice High School over at Hoops Fest, and then we went over to Camden Fairview and played played them at Christmas. So we've, we've, we've put in some, some spots there where we have had some tough teams. And, you know, in Center Point girls, they, they're tough. Um, they played us hard at the district finals. I think we ended up winning by 15. But, um, you know, it was, it was closer than that most of the game. And then Jesseville, you know, when we lost our point guard, Allie Cottle, we essentially went over to Jesseville the next week. We lost her on a Friday, went over there on a Tuesday, and we played. And we, we were in a tough spot. I think we won by six, and it was a – one or two point game throughout the whole game, um, and so we've been in some tight games, and we've we've been through some adversity, and so I know the kids are ready. I mean, the girls have overcome everything that um, this season has thrown at them, whether it be sickness or injuries or whatever. And uh, you know, but you always want to be you know battle tested when you get into the state tournament because I know a lot of those teams that we're going to see some of those conferences are are really competitive and they have been in some tight games so you know um i don't know i mean you know everybody that we've put in front of us we've just we've just kind of gotten over that hurdle so you know i'm i'm hoping that we can just continue doing what we're doing and playing with the confidence and freedom that that our kids play with i believe last night you guys on social media posted after your game you uh, you added a thousand point career scorer to this season's fun talk about that for a minute yeah, um, you know, we when we switched over to the system that we run, the five in, five out, um, you know, I, I didn't know that we would have another 1,000-point score because essentially the kids are playing half the game. And um, But Nayla, she, she has, I mean, she did it. I mean, you know, she's the first one to get 1,000 points in our, in our running our system. And, you know, she had no clue. And, um, you know, uh, when we told her it, told her, um, during the game, we told her at you know at halftime of the game just that she had done that, and she was as shocked as anybody. She had no clue she was that close. And, I mean, it, and it never dawned on her to care about the point. Right. So she was ecstatic and she was excited, and our team was extremely excited for for her. Um, and just her expression was was you know it was it was awesome because she had no clue, and and she didn't even have a care in the world about what how many points she had. And you know, and so when she did. When she did get that career goal or that milestone, she was she was excited, and and I was glad to see all the girls excited for. Her. Yeah, that needed to be a social uh, media moment. You guys should have been recording that. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think about it though. You know, during the game, it was at halftime, so we I don't think about pulling my phone out and doing that. You Coach, know, you're up fifty two to nine. Game. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't think about it that way. You know, in the game. Um, you know, because every single possession we really harp on our girls about, it doesn't matter what the score is, we've got to get better every possession, and that's what we work towards. And so we really are on them about that because we've, we've beaten some teams really bad this year just like that. And, and so, you know, there's a lot of lessons you can learn in losing, but we haven't lost yet. Right. And so we're trying to find lessons within the wins that, and, you know, small little battles that we need to focus on within the game that they can help our kids essentially continue to improve and to keep that competitive edge that they got to have. Falk Panthers uh, lady basketball coach uh, Mo Williams with us today. You know, you, you talk a lot about the growth of the kids and overcoming stuff. I, I, how do you think you're a better coach this year? I, I ask coaches that every once in a while, a little self-assessment, and sometimes they struggle with that. Are, are, are you feeling like I'm a little better this year and in these areas? Well, you know, every year since, I mean, I've been, this is my 12th year, and every year I, I talk with other coaches, um, and I get a, a lot of advice from them, and I pick up a lot of things from them, and I and I do an improvement plan in the spring where I'll take a month where I just, when I think about things that I know I need to get better in uh, and that our, our team or program needs to get better in, I write it down. And so by the end of the month, I pick out some things on that improvement plan, and, and then I, you know, I you know, I pick the things that I feel like we need to focus on, that I need to focus on as a coach, that I need my assistant coach to focus on, 
or help me with and that what the level or, or the things that we need, the fundamentals maybe and decision-making that we need to help our players to understand better. And I get a lot of advice from coaches. You know, Coach Bright at Centerpoint has helped me tremendously. Um, Coach Cochran over at Winsboro, me and him talk a lot, and he gives me a lot of tidbits of advice uh, on what to do and, and how to handle things and, and, you know, just some different ideas. And, you know, former Coach Butler, she's, a, she's retired now, but Coach Butler, who used to be at um, – Genoa for a long time. She's still a, a big time mentor of mine. But you know, I'm I'm never one of these coaches that that thinks he knows everything. I I steal things from other coaches. I get help from everybody. Um, and and at the end of the day, I want to be better for my kids every year. I just want to bring something back that's better because I want my kids to come back and bring something to the table or their arsenal that makes them better. You know, so you know, I'm a self assessment is something I try to do every year. Excellent. Tell you what, Coach Mo Williams, it's great talking to you again. Uh, your girls back in action again tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. You win that one. You move on to Saturday's uh, championship in the region. We wish you the best of luck, and hopefully we'll get you through this region and uh, get to talking to you maybe in Elkins in a couple in, in a week or so. Oh, that would be, that'd be great. Thanks, right. guys. I appreciate you having me on. Always. It's always good to talk to you, Coach. You take care now, all right? All right, you guys do the same. All right, there's Mo Williams. He's coach over at Folk. His Lady Panthers just rolling on 33-0 and as they uh, will play in the semifinals tomorrow night in the uh, girls' 3A4 regional tournament in Jesseville. We're going to take a timeout. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. You're on 107.9 and 105.9. Back in just a minute. At 1079 The Fan. Window. Just for listening. It's as easy as one, two, three. One. Grab a window sticker for one of our sister stations from sponsor locations or from us at a sticker stop and put it on the lower left corner of your car's rear window. Two. Go to thefan1079.com. Register your license plate and listen for us to announce your tag number. Three. When we do, call within 10 minutes and claim $100 cash. That's how to window from Texarkana's local sports leader. 1079 The Fan. Want to vote in Texas but wonder if you have the right ID? You can use a Texas driver's license or state ID card, even if it expired in the last four years. Or a military ID, passport, or handgun license. Or you can use a current utility bill or paycheck if you sign a form at the polls. For more info or free help getting an accepted ID to vote, call or text the Vote Writers Helpline at 866-ID-2-V-O-T-E. That's 866-ID-2-VOTE. Or go to votewriters.org. When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. My son Ricky took his life by the use of a firearm. It broke me and I contemplated suicide. My grandson, I was going to have to be here for him. I still own my firearm. I keep it in a safe because I want to keep my grandson and myself safe. Store your guns locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. What makes essential workers essential? We build safe roads for you to drive on. We harvest fresh produce for your families to eat. We help you heal when you're sick. We get you where you need to go. We keep where you work and live clean and safe. We make sure you get what you need to make your household work. You're the essential workers who help our nation run. You're in every city, town, and corner of our country, and you come from all over the globe. And you have essential protections under the law. I'm Marty Walsh. The Wage and Hour Division at the Department of Labor helps ensure you receive the essential protections you deserve. If you have questions about your pay or about your job protection during an illness, visit our website or call 866-4-US-WAGE. That's 866-487-9243. We can provide help in more than 200 languages. Brought to you by the United States Department of Labor. Now, now here's the four states weather forecast from 107.9 The Fan. Clear tonight with a low of 48, winds gusting to 20 miles per hour. Sunny tomorrow, high of 70. Clear tomorrow night, low of 43. Sunshine Saturday, high of 73. Get your free window sticker at one of our upcoming sticker stops from a participating sponsor and window from us. 
You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan and ESPN 1059. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome back. 25 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan. We, we looked up Elkins. For those of you who aren't sure, when Coach threw out Elkins, Arkansas, first thing you said was, where the heck's Elkins? Yeah. And I went, I have no idea. <laughs> well, we looked it up. It's uh, If you're wanting to go to the, uh, the state tournament, not the championship, the state tournament, you're basically going to Fayetteville. And then take a right just before you hit yeah. Fayetteville, and there's a little town of about 3,700 people. That's Elkins, Arkansas. It's uh, not not a close drive. That's all I'm going to say. No, you're going four <laughs> hours. You're, you're about four-hour drive from here, and that's just in your car, probably not on that yellow dog. Like usually I do. I, I typically stream the uh, Arkansas State Championships on YouTube. You can watch them on there. So, uh, But not the state tournament, but the state championship games, period, in Hot Springs. All right, so we're going to change gear for a minute. I, I, I've held this off because I was waiting for you. Okay. Southland Cons- Conference yesterday suspended eight players from A&M Commerce and from uh, our Incarnate Word. I actually watched the game live, by the way. Did you? Yeah. All the way to the end? Yes, I did. Oh, man. For those who don't know what we're talking about, a couple of days ago they played uh, Commerce with a win over yes. Incarnate Word on the road at Incarnate Word. And in the handshake line post game. And you, you've watched it, so you may have been able to see what actually started it. Where from the view I had watching the replays, I never saw the beginning it, of it. It was kind of blocked. Was, you're kind of blocked into where where all of a sudden then the scuffle happens. And so something clearly was been said right. uh, in the line. And then all of a sudden you can just see the guys put their hands up and it just goes – you know, all over the place after that, which, um, you know, obviously we, we dealt with, uh, and not to get off the topic, we get, we dealt with COVID, you know, with four years ago. Yep. Um, to me, that was one of the best things that came from COVID was no handshake line. I yep. think that is something we need to keep. I'm not a proponent of handshakes. Uh, one, I'm a sore loser, but, um, <laughs> but, but two, it's just, hey, especially you got those hostile, those tight gangs, guys yeah. are chirping. They're going back and forth, man. It's just, hey, wave. Hey, we're good. Locker room. We're done. Um, so, but back to that, you know, I couldn't really tell, um, what exactly was said, but you can tell something was said right in that little blind spot of the camera. And then all of a sudden it just all broke out and they were all over the place. We've seen this year, two or three of these episodes, some at big school division ones, we've had the same kind of thing happen. You're saying I'd have no problem doing away with the handshake line. There are folks who are actually now starting to come out and say that as maybe the NCAA needs to look at this policy and say, we're just outlawing the handshake line period. Game over, visiting team leaves the court first, goes to your locker room, home team leaves after they're out, go to your locker room. We're going to avoid anything on the court. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've been a proponent since, like I said, since COVID. And what, what I've noticed, obviously, the coaches, I, I've noticed in this, I may sound like an old man here, but... I've noticed, like, uh, but kids are more chirpier nowadays. I mean, oh, it could yeah. be different, but like, I, me as a coach, I've been cussed at by opponents, uh, by by other opponents, uh, by, players, by other players. Oh yeah, during the game, this you know, turn around, they just bleep off to me. You know, I'm like, what are you, what are you ta- why are you talking to me for? Right, I'm, I'm and you can't coach. talk to them because yeah. then the other coach gets. Why are you talking? Yeah, to my kid? yeah. So you know, it, it you can see where where this is going. And like I said, I, I got, I think I've, I've been cussed at least four times this year. You're you know, kidding? I'm not kidding. Um, and I wasn't even involved in that. Yeah, man, it's just like, <laughs> and I was like, man, we 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 were losing at the time too. Like, man, what am I doing right here? You right. know. So, I, I I that's where I start to lean to where we got to get to the point where it's, hey, man, we might just need to. I got questions to, now. Yeah, okay. You threw that out there. And yeah. by the way, we apologize for folks on, on <laughs> Facebook today. Um, you're listening, and you're like, I wanted to watch Facebook. We didn't. My phone just did not charge today. So I apologize. There's no way in the world this this whole hour would have been able to last on the phone. So that's the reason why today it's no big deal. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday, rather, and we'll make sure to record everything then. All right, so you're you're talking about I got cussed out four times this year. Yes. Which one? You have to name names. But did you have one that just like you saw it coming and, okay, I'm prepared for it? Or did you have them all just like, what? Where did that come from? Um, I, I It was all kind of – 
you kind of surprised a little bit. I, I'd say this. I'll tell you this one. So so the best one I had, I won't say the name of the school. Okay. I would just say I was coaching at Pleasant Grove. This was probably okay. – this was the year – of my regional tournament team we had. Oh, well, then you can say the name of the no, school. It's been so long ago. It's not the, like this year still, at Marshall. I still, I still won't say the school All name. Right. I won't say the school name. They were not in our district. What does though. it rhyme with? They, they were not in our district. <laughs> they, were a, they were a 5A school. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So they were a 5A school, not in our district, and okay. they're not in the city of Texas County. Okay. So that All eliminates, right, so. eliminates Texas High. All right. So we're playing this team. They're a very talented team, and we're playing them before I got my football kids back. Okay. So they're hammering us at, at a tournament. And the kid comes by my sideline as I take some of my starters out, and he he looks at me and he says, "You tell that bleep 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 to get back in the game." <laughs> so you talking to my kid? So why are you talking to me? He said, "Coach, you can shut the bleep up too, <laughs> and get him back in the game because he was talking." I said, "Hey man, oh, okay. go away from my sideline." Right. So game ends. They beat us really really bad. Right. We shake hands. Right. He's still cussing at us as he going through the line. We played three weeks later after we get our football kids Thank back. Thank you. Uh, and I remember telling one of my players, Cameron Woods, who's probably my leading scorer that year, <laughs> yep. he just smiled because if you know Cameron, he smiles. He oh, said, yeah. don't worry about it, Coach. We'll I take care you. of it. That's right. I got you. And we beat them the next time right. by by 15. And as we're going through the handshake line, this young man who cussed us out the time before was so distraught and he could not get in the handshake line to shake our hands. <laughs> I go by and I wink at him and say, hey, how about last time? You okay now? And their coach tells me to leave their players yeah, alone. Talking and, to my then, guy. and then I was cussed out again by the coach. I'm like, <laughs> where were you at when your kid was cussing as us, man? And I smile and said, all right, have a good one. So, And, and that's a great point. Where, where's the coach? I mean, if, 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 if it's me and I'm coaching and I hear Listen, my kid talking at the other sideline, I'm yanking my kid and okay. saying him that you're not in the game if that's how you're going to be. Okay, I, I'll give you one example, and I'll name a school because this is one of the schools. This happened because this, to me, this is the official's fault. All right. We were playing at Tyler High this year, and I had a kid who uh, who, who, who hard fouled one of their kids, and the buzzer ends. We're going to go to the end of the, the halftime. We forgot to halftime, but they called a foul on us, which it shouldn't have happened, but that's here you're and there. there right? Well, one of their kids comes and stands directly in front of my bench and calls my kid the B word, and we're looking at the referees like, hey, man, right. come get this kid. And I'm looking at their coach like, come get your kid. Right. As we're saying this, and two of the players pull him off. Another one comes over and cusses out the – he points at us and cusses at us. So then we're yelling at the referees. referees like, oh, we didn't see anything. And we put our hands up and say, that's how fights start because right. you guys are totally oblivious to this. And if I'm a coach, obviously I am – I'm aware of everything. Sure. If I see my if I see my players face toward the opponent's bench, I'm automatically going to get them like what are you doing? Like that because you now you're instigating right. things. And so my thing with this whole situation is referees got to do a better job of seeing what's going on beforehand and coaches as well. You have to be able to see what's the gauge your temperature of your team. I'm I'm always very well very well aware of my team and and how they're going and how they're mouthing back and forth because hey some of the things you can't control but I what I can control is cutting it off before it starts. Right. And I think that's the biggest um issue that we're having, especially with younger coaches getting into the game because they're so locked into the game. They don't they, they say they don't see things. You have to see when my kid is bleeping another coach right. or cussing out fans in the stands, hey, right. I'm going to automatically get you out of the game right. and get you get your mind right. Or how about you go to the locker room and get you calmed down. And I think we don't de-escalate situations probably like that happened um, in, uh, with Commerce and Incarnate Word the other days. You guys have to be able to see those things that are escalating, and that is our biggest issue. I probably watched that, that uh, replay a half dozen times. I'll start picking out individual players – and I'm locking in. I'm watching <laughs> this one for the entire thing. Then I'm rewinding. I'm watching yes. another one for the entire thing. I wish I had. Oh, I do have. Uh, so, so I, I jotted down when I when I printed off the story. Eight players were suspended. Eight players were yes. suspended. One who was not suspended. And you go back and you watch it. Uh -huh. Number ten for Incarnate Word is Josiah Williams, who's supposedly a great ball player. Very good score, came to Incarnate Word from another place where he was a good scorer in high school. He's a scorer. And and it's funny to watch a melee break out. Yes. And which kids <laughs> kind of are behind their teammates. Yes. Correct. And then when there's somebody to hold them back. Oh, they come tough guys now. Oh, they're all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. tough. And I laughed my rear end off watching Josiah Williams. T.J. Ford's son is on that team, an Incarnate Ward. Yeah. And 
I, I didn't really pick him out in this, but I picked out Josiah Williams and watched him over and over again. Thought at the end of this, and when when I was waiting to see who got suspended and who didn't, Correct. if they're going to suspend this guy. Well, other than acting a fool on the tough guy, he never actually engaged in any player from A and M Commerce. And so when the when the uh, suspensions were announced, he wasn't on it. Correct. He didn't even get suspended. You know, you'll be amazed again, like you say. You, you got guys who getting held back and become tough guys. Yeah, that's right. And I, I've never been as a coach in a situation like that. I pray it never happens. But I have had it where it's been really, really chippy like that. Right. And all of a sudden, the game's over, and they and he's still talking. And then you get back to the back locker room, and you cross paths as you're leaving. It's amazing that they don't never say nothing yeah. after that. It's That's like, right. oh yeah, well, yeah, it's nothing but space opportunity. Now you're really quiet. That's okay, right. so you just you just you're just a big guy when, when there's a lot of people around that can hold you back and protect you. There's a lot yeah. for show. Yeah. That's, there's that's a all lot really for is. show. That's it. So I used to smile and laugh about that's that. That's right. All right, we're gonna take a break. We got music. We got one segment left to go. About 15 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan here on the fan 107.9 and ESPN 105.9. Back in a minute. The Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. For a successful stint in the great outdoors, pack accordingly. Place heavy essentials near your spine for stability in rough terrain with light items near the bottom. Now, you may be wondering, where does the bush light go? In your stomach. Bush. Head for the mountains. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Visit FastSigns.com. Honda ATVs and side-by-sides have a rock-solid reputation. They're known to be tough, reliable, and ready to tackle any job or adventure. And now, at H&W Power Sports, you can upgrade your adventure with incredible deals on Honda accessories. That's right. Buy select Honda ATVs and get up to $300 in free accessories so you can customize your rancher, foreman, or Rubicon to your needs. And if you're in the market for a new side-by-side, select Honda models come with up to $1,000 in accessory saving. That means you can personalize your talent or pioneer to your liking for more fun on the trails or more jobs checked off your list. There's no better way to start the new year than with a new Honda customized for you. But you'd better hurry because these accessory deals won't last. So head to H&W Power Sports, 3601 New Boston Road in Texarkana and save big on accessories today. Honda accessory rebate offers valid with the purchase of a new unregistered 2024 Fire ATV Pioneer and Talon model. Check with participating Honda dealers for complete details. Forgetting a birthday isn't Alzheimer's. Forgetting your own birthday might be. Trouble remembering a name isn't Alzheimer's. Forgetting your child's name might be. If someone you love shows signs of Alzheimer's, start a conversation. You may be their best hope for a better quality of life. Learn the signs at dshs.texas.gov Alzheimer's. See the signs, start a conversation. Funded by the Texas Department of State Health Services. Take a second to think about this. How safe and secure are your valuables? Your guns, jewelry, documents, and family heirlooms? What are you doing to protect them? You need a safe. At Locksmith TXK, they're all about access, control, and security. Check out Locksmith TXK today in their fully stocked showroom on Summerhill Road or on the web at locksmithtxk.com. They offer 100% financing and 12 months same as cash. Locksmith TXK, you found the right locksmith. When the closets are too small, the backyard is uninviting, the cabinets are outdated, and the sink and the bathtub are aqua blue, it's time to call Victor Home Remodeling. With over 15 years of experience, Victor offers room renovations, patios, cabinetry, bathroom remodels, flooring, painting, roofing, and more. Call 903-306-7495 or visit VictorHomeRemodelingTX.com. Quality craftsmanship at a fair price. Trust Victor to turn your home into a dream home. 
Keeping you updated on happenings in the Twin Cities. This is 107.9 The Fan's Community Calendar. Texarkana Resources at 3015 East 9th Street, Texarkana, Arkansas. Building bridges to independence and providing training, education, and support to enable persons with disabilities to reach their highest potential in the community. No matter your disability skills or experience, visit their website at texarkanaresources.org or call 870-774-9675. This is Leaving the Yard, Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zach. Chuck Zach. Presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Welcome back. About 10 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard. You're on the fan 107.9, ESPN 105.9. Don't forget you can watch your – no watching today. You can listen to the Rewind tomorrow morning if you missed any of today's show. Missed a chance to hear from Mo Williams from Falk as his girls get ready to play tomorrow night in round two of the regional um, Arkansas basketball tournament for 3A. Uh, Dwight McCowan in here again on Thursday. We got no show on Monday because we've got another Liberty Ilo baseball game. Pine Tree is coming into town, six o'clock start time Monday afternoon. So won't be back in the studio until next Tuesday. Just throwing out that reminder to everybody. All right, a couple of things for housekeeping before we let uh, this show slip away. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian will be able to buy a nicer car or nicer clothes <laughs> or better shoes. Today, the University of Texas Board of Regents approved his pay raise and his contract extension. He is uh, now getting a contract extension that takes him through 2030 and is going to be paying him upwards of $10 million a year. This is what the new one includes, $100,000 annual raises that will get him to $10.9 million by 2030. He'll get a one-time $300,000 bonus payment and 20 hours personal use every year wow. of the school's private plane. Oh, wow. So you want to go recruit some kid in Cali? Jeez. You got 20 hours. You want to take your family down to Cabo? You got 20 hours yeah, of the school's I, I private. Was, I wouldn't even think about the recruiting. No, I, where am I taking me and my family? <laughs> His original contract was $5.8 million back in 2024. It was good to get him paid $5.8 million this year. Also, he can get another $1.5 million if the Longhorns win a national championship. And that's, that's, that's just getting to the college football semifinals right there. That's that's fantastic. What do you think his record is? Three years now in uh, in Austin. What do you think his record is? Ooh, he may be I'll, I'll give you this much. There's 39 games in the three years. 39. I was going to say probably about seven, eight games over 500. I don't think it would be that great, would it be? 25 and 14. Okay, 11 I said, over. 11. I, said, I, I, was, I went too far off. I didn't think it would be – he had a great year this year. 11 over gets you 11 million. That's <laughs> – it sounds like a thirsty program. He's just excited for a great year this year. We're hey, in the you know. wrong thing. Hey, I hope he, I hope he, uh, if he was smart, get that buyout bumped up a little bit there. That's what I'd have been working no on. No kidding. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> we on Monday, I think it was, or Tuesday, the NCAA football playoff committee came out and said, 12 teams, here's our deal." And we talked about this yesterday. Five conference champions yes. who are the highest ranked conference champions are automatic in the playoff, which it should be. Seven at large, so six plus Notre Dame, are in the playoff. A day later, they're meeting in Dallas yesterday. They come up with this. You know, 12's not bad. But 14 be better. Oh, here you go. So when we get to 2026, we'll do two years of 12 uh-huh. in the playoff. And in 2026, get ready for us to have 14 in the playoff. My question is, when will 16 come? Because that's, that's... well. 14 came because the Big Ten and the PAC, uh, excuse me, and the SEC pretty much felt like they would get those two extra spots. They're the big dogs right now. Of course, clearly. And the way the 14's going to work is one and two will get buys. That's what I was going to ask was it a buy. And then everybody else will play. Under the 12, everybody's playing. One's playing 12 and two's playing 11. We're going to. We'll get to two years from now, one and two will get a bye week, 
and everybody else will play. I mean, it's almost to the point. What's the point of having conferences, man? It's just it's really a two it's a two conference race. That's really what it is. And everybody else is just hey, yeah, just be happy. Happy we invite get, you to get the, invitation. the crumbs we're giving you. Yeah, be happy you invite an invitation. We'll take Florida State in. We'll take in you know Houston, Texas Tech, whomever. Yeah. And that's two. Notre Dame will take three. Uh, just... We get one more. Some mid-major It's going to win one. That's four. That leaves four SEC schools and four Big yeah. Ten schools, and there's your 12. You know, the frustrating part will be when they get one of those mid-majors in or something, they'll make sure that they are a low seed every time. So when they get drilled, they can be like, well, see, they didn't deserve to get in right. anyway. Like, well, hey, how about you get one of your mediocre SEC teams and play one of those higher seeds and get one of those mid-majors and give them a better seed and see how that works out. Well, that's just me on my high horse right there, frustrated sometimes. I, I don't th- – but you know, Cincinnati a few years ago, before oh. they joined the Big 12. Yeah, when they got hammered. Uh, they, they got hammered, yeah. but they were a high-ranked team. They made the top four. Is they, that the year they play Alabama? Is that when mm-hmm. they play Alabama and Alabama yeah. hammered them? Yeah, but they made the top four. So under that kind of format, let's say they were fourth, they'd have probably gotten who number eight, I guess, that they would have played – or nine. They would have played in the first game. Yes, what? I uh, I just and may have had a chance against number nine. Number nine may have been a third street, a third seed out of the and SEC. And that's what I'm saying is is it's about matchups. I just I feel like sometimes they throw those schools a bone, but they are also like real cynical about it. Like they right. making sure it's like all of a sudden you know they might get that, and all of a sudden hey we're gonna put Georgia as a you know uh, a two seed this time and match up with that three seed. Like come on man, Georgia's a clearly a one. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. It's like you're, you're trying to match it up. And you know what you're it's doing. It's supposed to be ranked out. Yes. They're supposed to be by their ranking. So, and we were talking about this yesterday. The the winner of the you know, Ohio Valley, whatever it is, what whatever is Missouri Valley, Ohio, I don't yes. know, whatever it is, may end up getting into the playoff, but may not be a top what twelve they? team. They may be number twenty. I thought they did it last year. Where they tried to do TCU like that with Michigan, tried to get Michigan in that championship right. first time, which I'm I'm a horrible guy, right? But it backfired because TCU came out guns a blazing, yes. and just, just jumped out on them, and yes. they wasn't expecting that. They were know? not. <laughs> Last note, then, it has been, gosh, I don't how how many years since EA Sports did college football? I think it was 2014. Well, they're coming out with yeah. Finally, they find and, and of course we lost. We lost college football, NCAA football, because it O'Bannon. Yeah, because of the O'Bannon case where the kids were not getting compensated for their images being used in the games. It's what led us really to the, down this path of NIL. Correct. Well, finally, they've got all this worked out, and every player that agrees to his image being used is now getting a check from EA Sports. For how much? I'm going to assume it's peanuts, but I don't What do you know. think? Are we, are we, in, are we talking about thousands? So maybe 25,000 maybe. 20, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah. 600. $600? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> what everybody well, in the game gets six hundred dollars. That's a lot of kids, and they're gonna make a profit. I can see, yeah. Everybody's yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. if your image. If you say, yeah, put my image in there, I'm good. Who's what kid's gonna say no? If I'm, a, nah, I want to hey, be in the game. Hey, if I'm like um like a Tim Tebow back in yeah. the day or some or Johnny Menzel or somebody, nah, you got to pay. You're me gonna more. say no? You got to pay me more than that. No, you get everybody gets six hundred. Nah, you you, you can make all the money you want on the outside now. A yeah. Tim Tebow today would get God knows how yeah. much money. Everybody gets 600 uh, bucks. Like I threw that one in there with Tim Tebow. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> well played. Right? <laughs> it was not intentional. <laughs> right? Um, NIL's going to be in the game. Yeah. They're actually going to have NIL uh, built into the game. I used to play that game. Also, my son's excited for it. He's asking about how it was. It's going to be a lot of people who's going to be resetting that game when they lose a lose their star five-star <laughs> recruit who's going to get out-recruited for and NIL the deal. Portal. They got to turn I'm restarting it. <laughs> but, you know, it, my, my my sons and I played it back yes. forever ago. Yeah, sure did. I don't, I, 20 years ago. I well, loved it, too. Yeah, 20 years ago. I, I liked it better play. than Madden, by the way. Yeah, I liked yeah. it, too. I thought it was a lot better <laughs> oh, gameplay. They say the gameplay, since it's been 10 years, uh-huh. that the gameplay that they've got now is amazing that us old guys who played it 10 years ago may not recognize just how good the game becomes now. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get slaughtered by my son when we get it. I mean, he, <laughs> of course you are. he's hammering me in Madden now. I'm just like, whatever, dude. We're, we're either, either going to play on the same team together or I'm just not going to play at all. <laughs> all right, so what, back in the day, who'd you use? What team? Uh, college football. Uh, in the 90s, I used Nebraska because I love running the all option right. with Tommy Frazier. Uh, probably mid-2000s, Florida State. There you go. We're out of time. Dwight McCown, good show today. Hey, hey had, had enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week. If you missed any of today's show, hear it again tomorrow morning at 7 on 107.9 The Fan or on demand anytime at thefan1079.com. KCMC and KTFS Texarkana.